What is going on, everyone? This is Ryan from Above the Hook. We appreciate you tuning in to Profile Pod TV. Like the Above the Hook crew always says, stick around and get hooked. What's up, everybody? Andy Anatomical here with Profile Pod TV. And just checking in with everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Karev, founder and CEO of Heritage Hip Hop. And this one was a very, very enlightening, informative experience for me. Excellent conversation by Karev and and myself. I think uh, I got a lot out of this one because he definitely knows his stuff on hip hop, on history, the origins, the uh, current state of hip hop, artists. uh, I mean, you name it. He definitely knows his stuff. So I definitely learned a lot uh with this particular episode really enjoyed it had a blast uh so i hope you to do too so enjoy this one um don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on youtube profile pod tv uh, comment like follow share all that good stuff it's always fun to see comments and interaction with the audience with the listeners um thank you so much And don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, You can find it under 90s Galore on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a a review. Give us a comment. And subscribe. Appreciate the support. Uh, Follow us on Instagram at ProfilePodTV at 90s Galore. That's 90S underscore G-A-L-O-R-E. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in. And um, always remember to take it easy. And welcome to... Profile Pot TV, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Andy Anatomical, and we have something very, very special in store for you today. Uh, before we get into everything, man, I just wanted to check in with everyone. Um, I was out last week from Profile Pot TV, took a little mini vacation, uh, almost died, uh, believe it or not, uh, and I'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, I'll have a little story to share with everybody. Uh, I don't want to say I almost died, but uh, it was it was a quite a scary situation, and uh, I'll share that in just a few minutes with everyone. Uh, w- welcome to Profile Pod TV. Once again, wherever you're tuning in from, it's always exciting to be on this uh, podcast. And uh, like I said, we have something in store with you for you today. <laughs> Before I get into everything, uh, I have a couple of shout outs. Okay, I always like to give shout outs to everybody out there and all the listeners um first of all i want to sh- uh, shout out to the kovar family mike chris uh, all the kids courtney jen uh, our travel partners they were there for my little uh, experience last week uh was at the uh the river there in in uh parker dam california right on the arizona california border so that was a lot of fun nice to get out nice to have a, a some kind of a normalcy you know going on vacation with the family and that was i was uh that was awesome also shout out to 
Kiko Carmona. Kiko, really appreciate what you guys do uh, with your photography. Check out Kiko on Instagram. Uh, he does a lot of uh, Polaroid work. If you guys remember the, the old Polaroid cameras, uh, he's doing a lot of work with that. Really appreciate that, Kiko. Shout out to you and your family as well. Uh, also, Jose Rodriguez out of La Puente, California with Schmackin' Hawaiian Barbecue. Big shout out to you, sir. Uh, can't wait to try your uh, food. <laughs> uh, that's I love Hawaiian Barbecue. And uh, check out Jose on Schmackin' Hawaiian Barbecue on Instagram. He's on Twitter. And he's starting to uh, do a lot of big things with his food, his catering business, his restaurant, soon to be open. So, like I said, I'm, I, I'm, uh, my, my taste buds are salivating. And they're ready to go, ready to taste that uh, Hawaiian barbecue, Jose. So keep doing that that big stuff, man. I'm looking forward to maybe having you on here and uh, to, to promote Schmackin' Hawaiian barbecue. So big shout out to you. Also, uh, big shout out to uh, Above the Hook. I got my Above the Hook Productions hat. Just came in, as you can see. Real proud of that. Thank you, Ryan and the boys, uh, Alex and, and Paul. And they're actually, uh, they just took off today uh, on another fishing excursion. So uh, I'm probably going to get them back uh, in August, hopefully sometime in August, July, August. And, and we'll talk about those uh, trips, those excursions. So I uh, want to thank those guys again. So uh, again, don't forget to subscribe to Profile Pod TV, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to this show uh, thank you for, for all your support on Instagram. Thank you for all your support uh, on the um, on Twitter, on social media, and all of that. So always appreciate that. Always uh, appreciate feedback, interacting with the listeners, interaction, interacting with the viewers, and what have you. So if you're interested in appearing on the Profile Pod TV, then hit me up. Send me a, a direct message on Instagram at Profile Pod TV or uh, an email. Uh, pro, the profile pod TV at gmail.com. So always looking for interesting people to motivate and inspire just like our guest today is uh, going to do. So going back to that story real quick, before we bring on our special guest of the evening, uh, I was at, like I mentioned, I was at the river, Colorado river. And um, uh, my daughter had a, uh, just one of those little three, $5, uh, it was actually a flamingo, float, one of those little floaties. And it, it floated away from our little campsite there. And um, I, I saw it. It was probably about 70 yards, eh, 60, 75 yards away. And I, I decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to go jump in and get it. You know, my daughter was kind of asking for it. Daddy, daddy, can you get my floaties going away? So I decided, hey, I'll just jump out there real quick. I'll swim out there and, and, and pull it back in. So I'm swimming and I'm realizing, uh, okay, I'm getting a little tired. I, you know, I'm in decent shape, you know, <laughs> uh, at least I want to believe I, I am, you know, 43 years old. What the heck? Ex-collegiate athlete. And uh, so I'm out there. I, I get to the, uh, I, this, this thing is, is still drifting away from me. The closer I get, the more that thing drifts away, right? I'll get within five feet and I'm still like, huffing and i'm starting to huff and puff a little bit and then i'm realizing whoa i'm kind of uh, out here now you know uh the current's going and boats are coming you know coming by so every time a, a boat comes by it 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 uh you know it jumps the current it jumps the surf comes up 
So I'm thinking, holy, um, I start to kind of, you know, think, what am I doing? You know, I need to uh, make a decision here because I'm at this point, I'm tired. Uh, and I don't know, there's too many uncertainties, you know, at that moment. I don't know how deep the water is. I don't know what I'm going to do once I grab the inflate, the, the floaty, is this thing going to hold me up? Uh, am I going to be able to, so at this point, I'm just, uh, I just, I described to start, I decided to start shouting for help. Um, but you know, luckily I, I, um, I was winded, man. I went one the guys, uh, my friends come out, they start swimming out towards me, but the guys next to us had a, a sea do jumped on his sea do. And he was out there within, I mean, seconds, man, it, it felt like an eternity, but, but I remember thinking, just stay calm. Don't panic. Uh, because I was, I was tired, man. And he gets out there and I jump, I grab a hold of his sea do and I'm just, <sighs> You know, I was, uh, so I had quite a scare, man. If those sea dudes weren't there, I, 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 you know, God, I would hate to think what, what, what would have happened, but, uh, thank God I'm here to tell the story. Um, I gave my family a good scare. My kids were all out. My wife was, uh, you know, you know, so anyways, that's a, uh, more of the story. Do not jump in the water. Don't un underestimate river current, ocean water, always wear a life jacket. Um, so safety is always number one anyways. So let's get to our special guest of the evening. Ladies and gentlemen, this gentleman has, uh, is the CEO founder and CEO of heritage hip hop. Uh, he's got his website up and on his website, you can catch his podcast. He's got his YouTube channel. You can catch his podcast on there. He's got his merchandise. He's got his membership, uh, available, uh, and we'll get into everything that he's doing. Really enjoy this gentleman's body of work. Uh, if you like hip hop, okay. If you are if you consider yourself a hip hop head, as they call them, if you appreciate the culture, uh, or if you just like good music, I mean, and someone who knows what they're talking about, you got to check out Karev at HeritageHipHop.com. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's welcome Karev into the Profile Pod TV. Karev, how are you? Welcome. I'm good, man. How you doing? Oh man, I'm great, man. I'm, uh, I'm here to tell the story. To live, I live. I'm living another day, man. And uh, thank you so much for being here, man. I, I, I can't tell you how much, uh, I, uh, how appreciative I am, man. How's everything yeah. out in New Jersey? New Jersey is crazy. It's very hot. <laughs> it's very people are very agitated, and mm. COVID is taking over our lives. As at other places, so it's been kind of rough. No, yeah. no hair. Have you seen no haircuts yet? <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> this is kind of crazy, you know. Yeah, man. No, I like it. I like the beard, man. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 mine gets kind of spotty, so I kind of have to, you know, trim it down a little bit so it looks presentable. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, anyways, man. But yeah, hey, you are here, man, and I'm, I'm glad. Uh, shout out to Chris Ward, by the way. Who kind Shout of out to um, Chris. yes, he was our common denominator, kind of mm -hmm. linked us up here. Mm -hmm. And here we are. And uh yeah, man, it's uh exciting, exciting to always always exciting to have uh interesting motivational people. This is why I do the profile pod, you know, to bring on guests like yourself mm -hmm. and and um who who are uh, doing big things in life, man. And let me just say, man. Before we came on, I was mentioning to you that uh, I really appreciate your body of work, what you're doing. Thank you. You know, 
Yeah, absolutely, man. The more I, I, I watch your podcast, listen to your podcast, the more I realize, like, wow, man, it, um, the more impressed I get, man. And, and I want to thank, thank you, you for your for what you do, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate absolutely. it. No, absolutely, absolutely, man. So, so you're out. You're you're from New Jersey, right? Uh, Garden State all day. That's right. <laughs> Newark, right? Orange, New Jersey. Oh, I'm sorry, Orange, Newark, New Jersey. Orange, Orange. But my, but but Brick City or Newark, New Jersey is home away from home. Most of my education, except for high school, happened in Newark. So yeah. Okay. Land of uh, Red Man, right? Red Man, Rod Digger, um, so many people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Brick City all day, you know. Essex That's County, to be sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My actually, my wife was born in New Jersey. Um, yeah, her dad's uh, Willingboro. Willingboro. Okay, that's South Jersey. What's yeah. that? That's South Jersey. South Jersey, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Outside that's of Philly, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. yeah. Never been. I I, I want to get out to to that your your part of town. I've been to New York City, um, but I've never been yeah. to New Jersey. But uh, quite different, quite different. Really? It, it, oh yeah. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. New York, <laughs> New York. Like I said, the Big Apple, the city that never sleeps. In New Jersey, they shut everything down. So yeah, it's quite, <laughs> it's quite different. Yeah. <laughs> and mm. they they do sleep in Jersey then. Huh? They, you guys catch some Z's here. You guys get your sleep. Uh, they say that. <laughs> <laughs> they say oh that. man. Oh man. Man, I, I want to get right down to it, man. Let, let's get okay. into. To, but let's let's you know before we get into the meat and potatoes of everything, Karev. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Let's get to know uh, a little bit about Karev, man. You know, let, let's. Uh, so you grew up in, in in Orange, New Jersey, right? Orange, uh, South Orange, New Jersey. Yeah, S South Orange. Your, your mm -hmm. whole life you lived there. Yes. You, mm -hmm. Essex County all day, like I say. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay, so you grew up there, and uh, I want to. I want to. I want to mention. Um, I know Chris Ward is also from from Jersey. Yeah, or or he lives out there. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I was listening to your podcast with Chris, and you said something very profound on on his uh, on his show, and it really speaks volumes because you know, obviously uh, I'm a I'm a huge hip fan of hip hop. You're here to uh, to to talk about hip hop and your and heritage hip hop. Dot com and and you said you defined mm -hmm. hip hop you, you gave it like almost like a definition of hip hop man that on on his show and you said uh you know mm -hmm. uh that uh hip hop is basically and I'm kind of paraphrasing uh you're taking mm -hmm. violence out of the community and bringing people mm -hmm. together for peace love and unity and that's right yeah, man, I, I, that was very profound to me. When you, that, I mean, that defines hip hop to me. That's the essence of hip hop. Uh, where, um, what is it about hip hop, man, for you that that uh, you know that's so inspirational? You know, that's so uh, captivating. What, what is so special about hip hop to you, man? What what is it that has it always been like that to you? Is it something that were that was maybe later on in life, or since you were a kid? Has hip hop uh, always had your heart like that? Hip hop has always had my heart like that because hip hop is not a music. Hip hop is a lifestyle. So mm -hmm. everything that I've learned came from either my parents or the community. And I I was um, a child of older parents. So that dynamic 
wasn't really what I fit into. And my community was my peers where I went to school and the music they listened to, how they dressed. So I organically, you're going to take on what your peers take on and take the lessons that your parents give you. So through maturing at, at an age, when you introduce to the music, that's one thing. Then you see people dancing. Then you notice the girls. Then you see the graffiti. And then you see the hear the messages. And it's like, all right, this is this is different. So I think hip hop hit my heart musically when I was like probably four. But I really understood the culture when I was about six to seven. Mm, six to seven. And so from that time, uh did you adopt the, the 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 lifestyle, the culture to a certain extent? I mean, you're still very young at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, was that something that you? So, at what age did you really adopt? Did you immerse yourself into the the the, the lifestyle, or or you know, um, yeah, just the lifestyle, man? Other than you know, obviously you're listening to the music, mm-hmm. but like you said, it's a lifestyle, man. It's it's a culture. It's a mentality. A mindset, mm-hmm. attitude. When did you adopt mm-hmm. all the other elements of it, man, into your lifestyle? Ten your- years old. Ten years old, and uh, my brother uh, is my first, the first rapper I ever knew. <laughs> so, seeing my, hearing my brother's songs, um, seeing people dance, break dance, me trying to break dance when I was younger going to summer camp, basketball camps and things like that. That's what hip hop really was alive to me. And that's why I say all my education came in Newark, New Jersey, because in Newark, New Jersey, that's where I went to school. I went to basketball camp there. Uh, I did summer camp there. Uh, I stayed with my grandmother for, for like days and weeks at a time. So during that time, I was able to be immersed in how people dress, the slang, the songs, the different type of songs and beats you know, back in the day when people had the ripped jeans and the buttons in the 80s or the big hair, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm from the MTV generation. So, Same you way. know, we had we had that 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 rock type of thing going on. You know, right. we had Pat Benatar, Joan Jett and all that. <laughs> but that undercurrent after Michael Jackson with Run DMC and things. For yeah. me, it was um rock bass and DJ um, um what was it? um Easy Rock. It takes two. Oh. That's when it it popped in for me being young. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, definitely. I, I think we're uh, because yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, man. 80s, you know, early 80s, and then into the 90s, yeah. Uh, you know, and especially with here on the West Coast, exactly. You know, uh, with NWA mm-hmm. and Ice T and all those guys, Ice mm-hmm. Cube when he, when he went solo, uh, you know, all that stuff. But it, it um. So going back to uh, when you were young, you know, mm-hmm. you uh, wh- who were some of your favorites growing up? I know you mentioned a couple right now, but who, who were some of that really, really were influential to you? The most influential people I heard in hip hop in my life or early life? You want Early know? life. Yeah. Growing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Public Enemy, Chuck D. Definitely. Um, that was Chuck D and N.W.A. So Public Enemy and NWA, my two first favorite groups. Um, let's see. Besides them two, no one. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Those are my two. Those are my two favorites because Ice Cube and Chuck D are two of my favorite rappers of all time. Chuck, uh, Chuck D and, uh, and Ice Cube. Chuck D and Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. 
favorite of all time, huh? Two or two of my top five ever. Yeah. Oh, two of your top five. So oh. early in life, you you talk about listening to um Burn Hollywood Burn, America's Most Wanted, or yeah. NWA Shadow Compton. Those those two albums when I was young were the ones that were my foundation. Favorite Black Planet and Straight oh. Out Compton. Those are the two of my foundational uh, albums. Wow, that is interesting, man. And coming from uh, you know, you know, coming from the East Coast, you know, that's that's uh, no, that's that's quite a statement, yeah. Because uh, obviously they're they're big time uh, West Coast guys, but hey, hip hop is hip hop, man. It, it doesn't yeah. matter, you know. Um, mm -hmm. You know, for me, uh, Karev, it's interesting because, uh, it, 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 you know, I was uh, I didn't realize how. I didn't get I don't think I got it, you know, quote unquote, what hip hop was all about until maybe when I was 14, 15 years old, freshman in high school. Okay. When, when you know, when I realized that hip hop is an you know, form of expression and uh when I realized, wow, this hip hop is really uh, you know, I don't know if you could put uh you know, there there doesn't have boundaries. It doesn't have it, it, I didn't realize that, um, like I said, it, not until freshman year uh, of high school, where uh, that uh, I realized that it was a again a form of expression, and uh, because I always thought it was, you know, and when I say boundaries, I, I felt like uh, it had when you talked about hip hop, when, the way I saw hip hop back then up to that point, you know, it was uh, again. Uh, how do I describe it? You you had uh, you it, 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 you couldn't it, you didn't. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to. I'm trying to think of uh, uh, explaining it. Mm -hmm. uh, explaining that uh, I, I the, my interpretation up to that point was was off of hip hop. Okay, it was an art form, you know, and that's mm -hmm. when I realized, like, okay, wow, hip hop is is not just trying to be cool. Or trying to fit in a certain type of uh, category or stereotype, you know, it's 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 expressing yourself. Bottom line, right? Mm -hmm. And that's when it for, that's when it really clicked for me. That's when I really it, it kind of made sense. And then uh, from that point on, you know, you you have movies that could, would come out, you know, that were like for example, New Jack City. Um, you'd have a Boys in the Hood. You had Men's to Society. You had uh, you know maybe even break. Uh, Breaking a little you know, earlier than that, Beat Street. Uh, but to that point, I was like, okay, there's other ways to, there's other, there's all these other elements related to hip hop. Right. You know, so that, that's kind of when uh, it really made sense, man. And, uh, and that's kind of when it, when it really, uh, when it took off for me, that's when I felt, I, you know, then I started exploring, like you said, Public Enemy and, uh, you know, all these other, De La Soul. Uh, and they, you know, coming out with their 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 style of hip hop, you know, native tongues, and you had uh, all these other artists, mm -hmm. and, and that's when it really, really took off for me. But um, what? Uh, so you're obviously, you're you're passionate about hip hop, man. Definitely, right? right. And, and um, so now, what what did you envision in your youth? Karev, what, what did you um, what did you want to be when you grow up, man? Was it related to hip hop? <laughs> was no. it was 
What, no. what did you envision yourself doing? You know, as a young kid, what did you see yourself? Okay. What did you want to become? Listen. When I say no, that comes in form of hip hop music. I was already I was already hip hop when I was born, so that has nothing like that. That that has really nothing to do with what I wanted to be. I already was. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Hip hop. Hip hop comes from God. It's not music. If I had to equate the music to godly things, people say the the, the drum is the heart of the beat, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But your heart is the drum of your body because it beats. When we write music, we write the music on steps. When you journey your life, you take steps. Mm -hmm. When people sing together and it makes one sound, it's harmony. When your when your beat when your when your body works in perfect order, the endocrine system, the respiratory system, that's harmony. That's your body. So I was already hip hop. That, that doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as my aspirations as a young man, I wanted to be like every young boy. I was saying, "Mommy, I'm gonna buy you a house." Because every kid, every boy wants to buy his mother a house. Right, right. I wanted to be a doctor until I failed math. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and um, besides that, um, I didn't have a direction in life when I was younger. Uh, I, I did not trust the school system as a young man. I, I was very hated in the school system as a young man as well. So um, the only, the closest thing that came to me wanting to be something as far as mm -hmm. hip hop music I was um, 12 and 13 year old, 13 year old learning about computers in school. And I emailed video music box. It was mm. video music box at hotmail.com. I think <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to uh, email Ralph McDaniels at the end of every show and say, I want to work for a uh, video music box. I want to meet you. How can I come out there to New York? Man, I was only 13. Wow. So, you know, you need your parent permission to go do stuff like that. My parents probably would have shut it down, but <laughs> But that's when I, I saw something that made me want to do something hip-hop-wise as far as music. Gotcha. And that was 13? Yeah, 12, 13. Yeah. And, and so what 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 did the, um, the concept... So, yeah, I want to go back to that. I'm sorry. that When we're born, when we're born, we're um, hip-hop is a part of us when we're born. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to touch on that you you said that in uh i think that was chris's um chris ward's show as well mm -hmm. where yeah the you guys were talking about the like you mentioned the the beat the the heartbeat when yep. is a when do parents first fall in love with their child when they hear the heartbeat mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and hip-hop is uh it's a rhythm mm -hmm. right and so that I think that was a beautiful thing that you said because if you think about that, if you really dwell on that, hip hop connects us all based on that, you know, because we all have a heartbeat. Facts. Right? Let's and let's 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 build on that though. Go ahead. The reason why hip hop is more than the music is because if you listen to rhythm and blues, you can have rhythm but never experience blues. Mm. And everybody can't sing. <laughs> so you can be a singer but not be in rhythm and blues True. and I, listen, I I talk to people and I talk to singers and they're like I don't do hip hop I'm like well what do you do they I sing I'm like oh so people in hip hop don't sing that doesn't make <laughs> sense you know um, uh, even, even when people talk about well I don't like hip hop I like this I like the Motown era that's soul music that's not R&B you see what I'm saying and not everybody has soul to sing that genre Right. With hip hop, you don't have to rap. 
to be in the culture. You don't have to do graffiti. You don't have mm. to. You don't break have dance. to break, break exactly. Dance. But you are a part of the culture because you you're, you're in the institution of peace, love, unity, and having fun. Those are the four basic elements of life from even biblical scripture, Quranic scripture, the Torah, uh, or even the Egyptian um, the Egyptian books of uh, Hammurabi codes. They talk about having peace, having unity, enjoying your life, and praising God in your in your in your life. So. How are you not hip hop if that's what your life is supposed to be about? Unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, do you see why I brought Karev on the show? I mean, oh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's a beautiful thing, man. So to me, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you, Karev, 100%. Uh, but when you said that, man, I heard that. I was like, wow, that, that made so much sense. Mm -hmm. Because, again, it goes back to uh, connecting us all. Man, it, it, we're all connected through hip hop, and yep. whether we it, and like, and I like what you said that just because you don't DJ, just because you don't graffiti, you're not a graffiti artist, because you don't you don't rap or you're not an MC, doesn't mean you're you're not you know, doesn't not mean you're, right. you're not hip hop, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and those, like you said, those are the four elements of of, of life. Uh, so that's that's beautiful, man. When when I heard that, so. Um, so when uh so with heritage hip hop man let, let's 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 get into heritage hip hop when did how did that concept come about man what tell us that moment where it was born man <laughs> okay um do you want to know the business aspect or the inspiration aspect no the inspiration man that just the okay. the actual you know uh, the birthing of of uh, of the concept man even just from the simplest when 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 uh you know when uh, uh, heritage hip hop was uh, when it became when it was conceived, man. Okay, there's two there's two ways to tell this story. Yeah. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go from inspiration and then walk up to the business. Perfect, perfect. All right. So inspiration wise, I was 13 years old. Email at Ralph McDaniel's <laughs> in every there show because I wanted to be a part of Video Music Box. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. I went to high school and I met some of my best friends in life, and we love hip hop. I went to college. Once again, hip hop was there, and one of my um, one of my one of my friends. I mean, we were very hip hop astute, so we kept talking, and we actually debated, and we actually went at each other, and that was some of the best conversations I've ever had because I learned about life through perspective in them conversations. Yep. Love Later it. on, I became a professional. I'm a preschool teacher by trade, so oh, okay. I became I became a professional, and I lost my job. Um, and I went and that's why I met Chris Ward. I got another job working for a, a college. So I was the student services person. And the school was closing down after a couple of years. And one of our people, Stan, shout out to Stan, he um he was like, just in case anything happens, we need to have something that we could do to make money and work on stand our own two feet. What's your trade? What's your skill? Mm -hmm. And we had a meeting, and this was what I talked about: heritage hip hop. Oh. But I did not know how to operated yet so after that i hooked up with one of my best friends big a um and he worked for goodfellas tv with tommy guns dav you know a, a, another um group of new, uh, new jerseyans and the goodfellas tv actually worked for def jam they uh did the promotions in the street teaming oh wow so i wanted to be a part of goodfellas i actually tried to set up goodfellas tv video with them didn't work you know i mean it went, it went its own way uh -huh. And um, I was talking about heritage hip hop 
more and more. So then my partner who helps Heritage Hip Hop, he's the virtual assistant. His name is BQ. He runs Fatty's Place. You can check him out on Instagram at Fatty's Place. Okay. We were talking about Heritage Hip Hop, and he's like, you know what? Just come to the house. Come on. Come on. And I went to his <laughs> house. because He lived three, down, three doors down from me. You know what I'm saying? We, we went to the house, and we set up Heritage Hip Hop right then and there. And ever since then, you know, from my work with my partner and my good friend, I mean, Heritage Hip Hop came to life. My inspiration was, this. that's the, the business part. But the, the inspiration of it was that there are people who are great in hip hop that we don't get to hear their stories. Yeah. Like um, in New Jersey, a lot of people from New Jersey feel New York doesn't take kindly to us. So they block mm. us out the industry. And there's great MCs that we don't that we don't you don't hear about. There's mm. MCs like Gov Matic, who tragically passed away. Rest in peace to Gov Matic. Um, Big Snuff, one of my great friends. Rest in peace, Big Snuff. Those were two people in hip hop that were like incredible for the state of New Jersey that no one talks about. When you hear about New Jersey, all you hear about is Redman. And as great as he is, as one of the GOATs, there's other people who have a story to tell. You don't know about yeah. Grumpy Old Man. You don't know about Tanya Champagne. You don't know about some of these great artists. And Heritage Hip Hop was made not only to talk about hip hop, it was to give respect to my land and to know, mm. let the world know that hip hop is bigger than MTV, Hot 97, and no disrespect to them. But we do have more people who have stories to tell. And just because they didn't, they weren't pressed up on CD or get radio time don't mean that they're less significant than those people. For sure. So that's uh, why it, it was. Oh, I see. So you, you wanted to create a platform basically to t give them a voice, give them a, a, an opportunity to tell their story. Well, um, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. You're in California. How much do you know about Toddy T? Toddy T. That sounds familiar, but no, I, I mean, I don't know anything. West Coast hip hop legend. How about DJ Battlecat? I've heard of DJ Battlecat. You should. Yeah. Legend. Yeah. So like yeah. so like even like when you walk those boundaries, when I talk mm -hmm. to people about New Jersey hip hop and I say who's double O, who's Big Snuff, who's G Rock, who's Mike C. Some people are like, I don't know, who's Big Lou, Camden, New Jersey. I don't know. That's that's a problem. So if you don't have the respect of your land or you don't document your history. Not only will your history be lost, but many stories that are prevalent will never be told. Excellent, man. Very good. I, I appreciate that. And, and the the title, did you come up with the title early on, Heritage Hip Hop? Or, or is that something that kind of came along afterwards? Or God gave it to me. That's all I can say. <laughs> God gave that to me. Bless me well, the most high. <laughs> absolutely but but is it when did when did god give it to you I mean, was that the day we figured out what should we name it <laughs> oh is that right what, but what was it was that early on or is that uh how, how old is heritage his pop now then three years uh, in the books okay officially wow man that's yeah. great great and like i said man you're doing big things with it man and uh i appreciate the you know all the artists that you're that you're bringing out and giving them a voice, man. I think that's a great thing. That's a great thing. Um, yeah, that's why we have an award show. Every August, we do an award show, and that award show, um, oh. that award show, um, celebrates who has the best project, who pushes hip hop forward in the community outside of the music. That's our Govmatic Award to give respect to Govmatic. Um, we have an award for um, innovators, artists, creators. Heritage hip hop, like I said, is not just music. So we celebrate like um people who who actually make hip hop foundational. We celebrate. We have an offshoot called Blurred Hop, and that's when we celebrate anime culture, comic books, cartoons, mm. because that's part of hip hop as well. 
Wow. We we are we have a talk show called the Mike Council, where that's yeah. our version of the view. So we we have we want to have people talk about things that affect the hip hop community, so people just don't do this all day. They actually think. <laughs> so coming this August will be our next Heritage Hip Hop Award show. And where can we see that? Or how do you uh, publish that? The Heritage Hip Hop Award show is on our. The last one we did is on our YouTube page. Um, you can just look up the. It's like a five or six part series called mm, the Heritage Hip Hop Awards. And and the best thing about our award show, we don't do funny crap. I don't want to curse on your um on your on your, on your um platform. Okay. But, but we don't do funny business. So instead of having an envelope and we just give people awards, we invite people to our award show and we critique their art in front of them, so they know what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it, and why is it worthy to be nominated. We like to have a very community based. We have a community based award show. That's awesome, man. And, and that's every August? Every August. So August 26th of this year, I believe it is. Mm -hmm. Heritage Hip Hop Award 4. Okay. <laughs> or 3. No, 3. I think 3. 3 the or third, 4. It doesn't matter. Third annual. Yeah, but, we, but, but, but for everybody out there who hasn't seen it, we introduce your new favorite artist that you have not heard of yet. So to just make it um, simple to the point, I'm going to talk about two awards. The Project of the Year Award, the first one, we gave to, I believe it was uh, Samad Savage and Double O. That, that, um, that award was um, shared because it was a new generation artist uh -huh. and a veteran, and, and they both released classic albums. How can you make somebody lose when they put out classic albums? <laughs> so that's, that's hard. And then yeah. the second year we did Gail Campbell Bloody Waters, uh -huh. and that was and that's not a rapping album. That's a soul funk rock jazz album. Very so cool. it, it bent the genre, and once again that went against another classic album, but it won because it was a one of a kind. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So and, and plus the other artist, Samai Savage, two years in a row he was right there. You know he put music out. I think it was a little too fast, uh -huh. but but it, it was. It, 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 it was amazing. Let's put it like that. And, and the um, and the pioneer, the GovMatic Award, we gave to Stanley Ipkiss, who in New Jersey hip hop culture is one of the best producers in New Jersey, who does beat battles to bring producers together so they can meet MCs, meet each other, collab, and also show their craft off. He he won like um beat battles across the country. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And yeah. he's pushing it forward to make sure, like, so what if you have a little ch a child who wants to get into music but don't know what to do? Now he has a community of beat makers where he could be groomed, he can experience things, he could work with them, he could understudy, he can apprentice, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And hone his craft. And the other person was Tanya Champagne, who from my studies, and I could be wrong, but prove me wrong, I don't mind being wrong. Tanya <laughs> Champagne is one of the uh, people in the New Jersey hip hop history female who owns her own record uh, i mean radio station gs radio nork G and, and she plays independent artists she's she um mixes with mainstream artists and now she's opened up her own label the champagne international music group see wow. that's how you push the culture forward so that's why we celebrate those people by having those awards in our pocket ready to give it to them that is awesome man and it's so you guys actually uh you have a venue and you bring everybody in for the awards, mm -hmm. uh, and then you tell you you, you, you um, televise it on YouTube, and I can't wait to see it, man. I'm gonna tune. I'm tuning in this year. Make, I'm sure you're gonna promote that as we get yeah. closer to August. And I'll probably uh, zoom it this year because COVID 
tore up our whole plan for um oh yeah it was horrible but but yeah. um yeah I, I think we're gonna zoom it this year we're gonna invite the artists to come on the zoom we're gonna um we're gonna um probably stream um probably stream it and um go from there you know we wanna we wanna make sure our brand is not we wanna make sure our brand is not lame for lack of better words we wanna grow the community with it so mm. I don't care if I'm 70 years old. I won't have my face on the camera, obviously, but <laughs> I, I would love to see somebody in my family, especially pick it up and, and, and appreciate life for what it is and celebrate the people who bring the colorful side of art to life as well. It's a, it's a beautiful thing, man. Absolutely, man. Uh, what, what um, so with Heritage Hip Hop, your website, Heritage yeah. Hip Hop.com, mm -hmm. um, I noticed that, uh, now let me ask you this, correct me if I'm wrong, the only place, one can listen to your podcast is on your website, correct? That's right. Yep. For right yes. now, yes. But I think uh, you do that um, strategically, that strategically, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what I that's thought. The strategy. That's strategy. And I saw, I noticed that. I was like, hmm, light bulb went off in my head. Uh, I appreciate that, man. That's uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Right. So, go to your website. The only place you can listen to that. Uh, yeah, it is, is your website, and uh, there's a purpose to that. The and purpose uh, is the, for us to build a relationship with our fan base. Mm. We don't want to just be out there talking to people, not knowing who they are. Um, of course, we want to talk to the artists and let the artists bring their fans over. If they stay, that's wonderful. If they don't, shame on them. But we want to we want to have an intimate relationship. So with our website, we have like a membership site, and it's free. So everybody out there that complains, yeah. I don't want to buy nothing. I ain't asking to. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, for the people who subscribe to the Heritage Hip Hop website, we send them letters every now and then. We send them albums, playlists. We have hookups with artists. So two artists that we um hooked up with was Out the Mud Music Group, where we had their um we had their debut mixtape, the BC era, uh -huh. for the members only. The members only got to download it and get it for free on our website. For uh, right now, we're working with um, Chill Lounge. Chill Lounge has some artists coming out under them. We have Dilla at the movies. For anybody likes Jay Dilla, they did a oh. Jay Dilla tribute mixtape, and it's available to all our uh, members. And also, here's a bonus: I did a, I did a, I did. You know how people make a, a playlist? Mm -hmm. Our playlists are not 40, 50 songs long. It's an album. It's an hour and twenty minutes only. So we pick the best music to give to our members. And, and to show respect to four of the best MCs in New Jersey, young men, Samad Savage, Jay Wonder, Solis, and Ibmatic, we made mm -hmm. a New Jersey mixtape celebrating those four artists, making the best of of just them to mm -hmm. give out to so we can introduce them to people all over the world. And from what I heard of it, people loved it because it sounded like an album, not like a bunch of songs. Gotcha. So I craft those playlists to be special. And if you go to heritagehiphop.com right now on our on our on our homepage, you get Heritage Hip Hop playlist number three, which is streaming right now on the pot on the um, on the website. So it's a gift to everybody who goes to the website. Man, I I, I got to go sign up after after we're done here, man. I'm gonna appreciate it. That'd be great. Everybody out there watching, sign up. This is for us to build. We're not waiting for people to tell us what's hot. We're gonna be hot on our own damn selves. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. No, I appreciate that, man. And, and Heritage Hip Hop, Karev, how, how many people you got on your team now? What, what's, you have a staff? Or how, how, what does that look like? Okay, so Heritage Hip Hop is a partnership. Okay. It's a collaboration. So we have services. So me, 
I'm Heritage Hip Hop by name. I'm also a business vision consultant, and I also I'm, I'm a brand builder. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, my partner, like I said, BQ Fatty's Place. Um, Fatty's Place is our virtual assistant. So anybody who wanted to work with us, we help build your social media presence. And we have our network of people that we share your music with. That's overseas and domestic. So mm. that's part of it. Another person is um, Fire Jaws, who is a, a MC, who was a Christian rapper, who is prolific. And what he did was he learned the game of marketing, promotion, and placement. So if you're an artist who wants to, who has a, a podcast, uh, music, a good, a, anything that you want to sell, he teaches and helps with promotion marketing and placement and that helped us because we got out the mud music groups um song featured in a movie that's coming out this year called omoya and they have the title track for the movie if you want to see it you can go on youtube and look up omoya that's u-m-o-y-a starring jason sterling on youtube uh -huh. but you can hear the song fire in the heart there's three more people there's lex diamonds who's like me he's a he's a he's a hip-hop debater but he has his own brand called Diamonds Entertainment LLC, which is D-I-E-M-E-N-Z Entertainment LLC. Okay. We have um, Big A, who I talked about, a friend of mine who, yeah. who helped me. He does the Big A show. I'm his co-host. That's okay. on YouTube. And you can see the playlist on Heritage Hip Hop on YouTube because we're there too. Yep. Another partner and one of the most important partners we have is Mr. Michael Bradley because Her Heritage Hip Hop teaches MCs how to brand themselves and be LLCs and not beg for deals. Mm. So he's our credit repair and financial analyst. And he helps people not only take control of their brand, but clean up their credit and take care of their life. And that all sums up the network of Heritage Hip Hop, not just the brand. Woo. Wow. Like it, man. Love it, man. Love it, man. That's that's uh, that's impressive. I appreciate that, man. That's uh. So you got it. Yeah. It's not just... Uh... I like what you. I like the title, business vision consultant. Yes, I help people figure out how they run their brands. Like for instance, um, I have a I have a certain person. Well, we could go to Optima Music Group. Everybody who does music makes this one mistake, and I'm not going to give away too many jewels because I want people to come talk to me. <laughs> everybody markets the middleman, and I'm gonna just ask you a common sense question, everybody. If the middleman gives you point zero zero seven three percent of a cent on a stream that means if you streamed a hundred times you only made seven dollars and thirty cents mm -hmm. and you wonder why you broke <laughs> think about it wow yeah no it, so you you um basically so you're 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 familiar with the so, so i guess the, the record industry the music industry right there's knowledge there that you you have Right, and that you kind of impart, and right, or <laughs> so yeah, and that's where you come in, right, and then that's where you you consult and, and you you impart that knowledge onto others coming into the business, and uh, awesome man, that's great. That's ladies and gentlemen, we are talking to Karev, CEO and founder of Heritage Hip Hop, heritagehiphop.com. Catch his website on and uh, catch everything he does on Instagram, on YouTube. He's got all kinds of, there it is right there. The beautiful state, the garden state. Bam. That's one of our shirts. And, and I love your colors, man. A, a special place in my heart because. Lakers. I, Lakers. <laughs> not, not only that. 
That's one. Yeah, that's one yeah. thing. But I wore purple in high school. High school football team where we were purple, purple yeah. and silver, man. That's so I saw you, yeah, I saw your <laughs> colors, and I was like, "Hey, man, that's that, that takes me back there, man." Um, you want to know about the colors? Sure. Yeah. Tell t- tell us, man. How did that come about? I went to the beautiful ladies of Blend Marketing. Blend. They, yeah, Blend Marketing, and they said. Well, we want to, I said, I want a logo. They said, well, what can we do? I said, whatever you want. I said, the one thing a man should never do is stifle a woman's creativity because you see things that we don't see. Mm, So they asked about, they asked about color schemes and everything. And they came back with what they had. And they said, we wanted to give you purple. And I said, you know what? Purple is one of my favorite colors because I used to love the Colorado Rockies colors. (laughs) Oh, right. There you go. so, yeah, so I said, the purple is great. And then she said, uh, what other colors would you like? I said, of course, black. And we outlined it in silver. And purple purple means royalty. So if yep. I'm a heritage, I have to talk about the loyalty and the royalty of our culture. Mm. Black, of course, re- represents the mind state and the people that had that the pain of the inner city has, you know, created hip hop. And the silver, silver is an element that never dies. Silver is an element that cleans. That's why when you drink colloidal silver, your body gets healthy. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, so because uh-huh. because silver is enduring and lasting, heritage hip-hop is the enduring royal history of black people, black culture, and hip-hop culture worldwide. See, that's it. That's beautiful, man. I love it, Karev. I like, man, you're just dropping jewels all over the place, man. <laughs> dropping gems. Uh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah yeah that's great man I appreciate that the the the, the purple the, the black the silver uh, I knew I knew there was something behind all that man and um, shout out to Blend Marketing Blend Ms. Marketing Miss Joanna yeah and you never want to get in the <laughs> way of a woman's creativity like you said man no. that's that's a great reminder to myself uh, because yeah like you said they have a different perspective they they see things us men don't see man and um, yep. But yeah, it came together beautifully, man. And, and I think that uh, that logo and everything, your your colors are, are great, man. Um, Appreciate it. Of course, of course, man. So, what about now? The state of the current state of hip hop, Karev. Uh, I think musically, when, we, when I when I ask you when I say that, uh, who are some artists now? Just uh, generally speaking, uh, that uh, that you really that really uh, captivate your your attention, that captivate you. Um, if you if you wouldn't mind naming a few of those artists, how many you want? How many you want? Give me a number so we can move from there. How many you want? Uh, <laughs> uh, give us three. Give us three. Give us three. Three of my favorite artists right now: Samad yeah. Savage. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even gonna give nobody mainstream because <laughs> no, that's corny. That's fine, I, man. I like. I mean, I mean, no. Let me do both. Let me do three mainstream, three underground. That's okay. good. Okay. Let's do mainstream first. David Bars, Bronx, David. New York. D Smoke, California, Beast, okay. and uh, everybody else is out, so y'all can check them out yourselves. I, I don't want to That's giving uh-huh. them promotion. But um, <laughs> people I mess with the most that I can listen to at any time, especially from my state of New Jersey, check out Samad Savage. Samad Savage is a superstar. After Redman. And Tretch, I think he's the most gifted MC to come out, especially since this generation. Mm, Samad Savage. Samad Savage. Two classic albums, The Great Area and Trust the Weird Kids. Incredible. So here's one. Say that again. What was that? Trust the what? 
Trust the Weird Kids. That's his new album. Oh, okay. That's the name of his album. Amazing. I mean, amazing. I you know. Um, so Samad Savage is one. Out the Mud Music Group will be two. That's um Frank Castle, Shot Cobang, and Grim Scythe. Mm-hmm. Once again, their mixtape is on our website, so you can check them out. And to be a little different, let's go down south. Copyright. Copyright mm-hmm. is amazing. Copyright. Okay. He's from Brunswick, Georgia. He's from the town Amal Arbery got killed in. He oh, um I did a, wow. I did an interview with Copyright, and y'all should check it out. Copyright is very dope. He he's He's a, he's he's very dope, by wow. far. Uh, okay, yeah, I got to. You piqued my interest for sure. I got to check those guys out, man. And yeah. when it comes to uh, you know, hip hop music, man, and and artists and hip hop artists, uh, what are some of the elements that that you look for, man, uh, in in the music that uh, that they gotta have it in order for Karev to um, appreciate it to you know to for it to really uh, for you to enjoy the music, uh, what, what are some things that you look for, man? Is it, is it more lyrics? Is it more, is it beats, uh, production value? Or what, what is it with for you? None of the above. I look for truth, depth, and the story. Because mm. some people rap on horrible beats, but they're good. Sometimes the beats are great and they suck. So <laughs> I, I look I look for truth, depth, and the story. And when you say truth, uh, can you talk about a little bit more? What, what, define that. What, Breathe. Uh-huh. You feel that? Yeah. That's truth. So uh-huh. if I hear you and I don't go, I don't breathe. Uh-huh. It's no truth uh-huh. there. I can't feel it. That spirit is so unfamiliar to me. Gotcha, gotcha. It's got, it's got, to, it's got to touch the soul. It's got, to, it's got, like you said, depth. It's got to really hit you, huh? I mean, mm. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. Everybody I, I, I interview on Heritage Hip Hop, I don't like their music. It's not, it's not about me, though. And that's mm. what a lot of people get it wrong. Mm. When you live life for yourself, you're going to miss out on so many blessings. Wow. And by getting to talk to people and hearing their story, I understand their music, whether I like it or not, it's different. But I respect them as people. And that's the most important thing I want to walk away with when I talk to somebody is their respect and their story. Because it's not for me to gossip or give it out. It's for me to point, to the, point them out to the world and saying, there's somebody who's creating because it's something they miss or something they dream of. And it's about time we give them the respect to hear them out mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't want to hear people out. That's why we have George Floyd protests. That's why people are arguing about citizenship. That's why we have so many things, people talking about the law, injustice, student debt, loans, um, unemployment, because people are in need and they don't have a, and they're not, nobody's listening to them. They're just telling them what they think they should have. And it's unfair. It's not. It's, that's not godly, and that's not culturally sound. Mm. I think. Well, I I like that, Karev. It, it's it's more. Of, um, you're selfless, man. Try my best. Yeah, I think you're. Th- you're, you're. Man, I, I'm sitting here. Uh, you're blowing my mind right now, man. You really are. Because. Uh, yeah, you you think you have a, uh, and I always I appreciate it, uh, whenever I have a conversation with someone. You know, anywhere in any 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 facet of life, uh, at the grocery store or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. on a podcast, uh, I I try to uh, I appreciate a different another person's perspective. You True, know? Uh, and like just like Chris Ward, I, I you know everybody has a story. You know, we all have a special story to tell. Each mm-hmm. individual, each human being, 
is special in their own right. And I think I, I'm understanding the more I, I it's starting to kind of uh, your your perspective. I, I, I makes more sense. It's making more sense to me. It's it's it, it's it, as I speak to you, as I hear you talk. Um, you're about the people, man. Right? You're all mm -hmm. about. The, you're a man of the people. Try my best. You know, and I appreciate that, man. Because I, I I like to see myself uh, in, in that. You know, like that as well, you know, where I, I, I've tried to be, you know, this is part of this podcast, Profile Pod TV, is uh, along the, along those lines of, uh, you know, uh, create, uh, creating a platform, you know, for somebody else to come on and promote themselves, you know, get themselves heard, get them, get their voice heard, get them, get their brand seen, you know, and, uh, and that's, that's the essence of Profile Pod, you know, we're featuring somebody else, showcasing them. It's all about them, you know, and, exactly. and, and like you said, it's not so much about like you said, I, I don't know. You you have people on your on your podcast, on your show, and you might not even be a fan of their music. But like you said, it's not about you. Yeah. And that, and that, that man, that's wow. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. man. Um, so what what uh, what? Yeah, like I just, I, I just, I wanted to know what what makes you tick when it when you listen to to, to music, when you listen to hip hop, what, and I, you know, like you just said, it's it's the depth, it's the truth, and, and the, the story, the story, the story, man. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a that's a. When somebody makes a good song, okay. So this is a question I ask a lot of artists: What's the difference between a song and a track? A lot of people make tracks; they're good for the moment. But a song lives forever. Mm. Like if you listen to Marvin Gaye, the, uh, the Ecology album, that's music. Those are songs. Yes. But if you listen to something that like make it clap, make it clap, that's not a song. That's a track. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It's good for the club or something, but yeah. it's nothing that's going to last the test of time. Like that's so. there's so many artists who can't tour, but Naughty by Nature, one of the greatest groups in hip hop and music history, they still tour overseas. Mm -hmm. Salt and Pepper can still tour. Outside of the genre of hip hop music, you got New Kids on the Block, Shaka Khan, like they can still tour. They made songs. When I can hear a song and it has something that makes my inside shake, yes. besides doing this, yes, that's that's all I need. That's, that's all song. I need. And I, if you I, could put together ten on, on one album, that's even better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. And Karev, I, I agree with you 100%, man. I'm right there with you on that. That's that's beautiful, man. Um, I don't know. There was a time I, in the late 90s, I don't know, for me, and I'm talking about hip-hop music, the music aspect. Um, uh -huh. You know, I, I, somehow it, it became very commercial. Horrible. <laughs> horrible. Say it, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't about the art form anymore for me, I, right? I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. It, it was about, you know, it was about the dollars, you know, and you, they were making tracks. It, it wasn't about making songs anymore, you know? I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell ahead. you the truth. I missed the whole Little Wayne era. I would not listen to hip-hop music at all. You, I took a 10-year sabbatical from hip-hop. Really? The only group I listened to... In those ten years, was or other hip hop group I or hip hop act I listened to was Little Brother. That's it. Oh, Little Brother, yeah. I said I listened to nothing else. I couldn't do it. That was the only 
hip hop I heard that made my just made me feel good. Everything else, I missed the diplomats era. I was in it, but it wasn't my era, you know. Like, like I appreciate Cameron and Jim Jones and them and Joel Joel's great movement, but I didn't buy their albums and stuff like that. Uh -huh. Lil Wayne, I didn't like Lil Wayne's music whatsoever. So I may turn some people off right now, and that's fine. You know, everybody has their preference. It wasn't for me though, and I'm not going to say he's corny or nothing. It just, it just wasn't for me, you know. And the people I liked during that era, nobody talked about. Nobody talked about Nick Grant. Nobody mm -hmm. talked about Big Crit enough. Wow. So because of that, I listened to what I listened to, and Little Brother was the only group that I made sure I bought everything they made. Even my favorite rapper, I didn't even buy his albums. I was I was disenchanted. I couldn't do it. And what what years uh, are you talking about? What time period? Two thousands. <laughs> oh yeah, it's from two thousand to two thousand and probably or maybe well, yeah. when I graduate from college. Yeah, but the early two thousands to the like two thousand ten era. Okay, somewhere between the ten yeah. years. Exactly, man. I was in church heavy. And we went through a, like a cleansing thing of the soul, and the hip hop I heard just turned me off. Like, listen, I'm gonna tell you a true story. Mm -hmm. I had a, I had a, a music library I got rid of because I couldn't stand the music anymore. It was horrible, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, unfortunately, it happened. I grew from it, and I got a lot of my music back. Some of it I didn't, but the music that was coming out, yeah, couldn't do it. Yeah. My I think my favorite rappers at that time was Little Brother, Ludacris, Exhibit. Okay. Exhibit. That's it. I, I really didn't. Wow. Yeah. Mm -mm, couldn't do it. No, it was it was a harsh era, man. It was a hard for sure. So I thought I was the only one. Man. I thought, yeah, I was like, what's going on? You know what happened? Because uh, I'm a big fan of the '90s, big fan of uh, the '80s and '90s, and uh, it's just like everything just fell off, you know, and I, I I didn't know. I was just I was corporate like you, man. Corporate sponsorship, corporate yeah. sponsorship changed the game. So where we had songs, yeah. like, like it was funny. You know what's funny? In the '90s, we had commercials. Remember the Voltron commercial with CeeLo and Fat Joe, and they formed Voltron. Yeah, yeah. Remember uh -huh. the Five Deadly Venoms with Angie Martinez and Emil or Roxanne Shante? That was the art of hip hop coming into the corporate world. Then when the corporate okay. world got it, then the things that the music that was teaching good things got taken out. Mm. And then it was just all whatever the whatever the mainstream wanted. And as long as you had the money to push it, the radio played it. And unfortunately, a lot of the good music got shelved or pushed to the wayside. Like there's a rapper from Jersey named Drift. Drift is excellent. And I tell you what, how much drift music do you know? Drift? Yes. No, I don't. They even said his name in the show Power. <laughs> the first episode of Power, when Tom, uh, Tommy and Ghost is talking, they said Drift from East Orange? That's who they were talking about. Oh. Drift is that guy. <laughs> you know what uh, I'm saying? Wow. And, um, and, and look, he had an album out, or albums, and nobody knows. But that's real hip-hop right there. And nobody knows. We had the Outsiders. They didn't get pushed. Wow. Other stories behind that, I don't know it, but... But like I said, it was great hip hop out. But if you didn't, I guess, have the money to, to, to grease palms or something, or the, or the corporation didn't uh -huh. see you as something to use. Yeah. I mean, Lil Jon and Eastside Boys and Lil Wayne is cool. And I'm not blaming it on the South because the South got great music. It's mm -hmm. just that I don't think what, what, what we were given and force fed, it just was below the culture. It was just subpar.
Right. Right. And uh, so fast forward now to, you know, the moment that this right now, you know, today, um, how do you see the industry now, the, the, the state of hip hop now, music, music, musically speaking, compared to that? You asked two different questions. So how do I see the industry? I think the industry is dead. Mm-hmm. I think um, the industry does not exist. And if people are chasing the industry of the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, they're behind the eight ball. That does not exist anymore. Musically, though, I think the hip-hop today is very authentic because people are trying their best not to sample. And some after the kid Cuddy gen- generation, people are talking more about their emotions and how they see life. So that's why this generation is changing the world, especially during these George Floyd protests, because people are tired of being depressed, feeling sad, and they want to change their lives. Mm-hmm. So musically, we have a group that we um, highlighted called, um, there's two MCs, a great architect and Delta the Butterfly. Their music is deep to the point where you really have to think and listen to them. And when you do, you get something. Like I said, right. Samad Savage, he has a um, song called Society Won't Accept. One of the greatest songs I've heard in a long time, where a young man is actually talking about how even though the government and the powers that be try to condemn them, the hip-hop generation, once again, we're not cool to you. Uh-huh. And these weird kids that your kids love, we're cool to them, and we're going to change the world. And, and that's where hip-hop is right now. And I love it. Well, it what, what do you think about guys like, uh, let me throw out, uh, like a Joey Badass. Love him. Yeah. Love him. Uh, Mac Miller, rest in peace. I never got into his music, but I know he was pretty good. Mm. I don't know him, so I can't speak on him. Yeah, yeah. But you know, for those guys like that, um, again, man, to you know, like they, you know, they, they, there's truth, there's depth, and there's a story there for for me, you know. Uh, but uh, I, I, I just hip hop. It seems like it's 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 ever evolving, you know. Exactly, because right? it's living. Hip hop mm-hmm. is the only culture and music that lives. Mm. Even if you subgenre it, it lives. Think about this. When I, I'm, I'm gonna bring some music, come music things up. You tell me what you think about. Here we go. Let's get close on this one. Jazz. What do you think about when you hear jazz? What I think about when I hear jazz, oh man, uh, I think about the history, the culture, the all the instruments, the. Um, you know, Duke Ellington, uh, 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 Billy Holiday, you know, Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, you know, I think about all those, all that history, all those, that era. Mm-hmm. You know, do you see jazz today? Do I see jazz today? Not at all. Right. Okay. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. When, I, when you think about rhythm and blues, what cultural aspect do you think about? Cultural. Not music, cultural aspect. Cultural aspect when I when I listen to rhythm and blues. When you think about rhythm and blues, what cultural Hip-hop. aspect is it? So then, once again, it doesn't exist. Hip hop can live on because hip hop coming from God is the embodiment of all those things. Mm-hmm. That's why you can have a hip hop song with jazz elements. That's why you can have people sing because that's art. It's expression. 
And if hip hop is God's expression of art through us, then we should be able to take on every part of expression and make it live within our culture. Mm. Hip hop has art, clothing, marketability. It has language. It has all this. It has its own slang that comes out every two months. So it evolves consistently. Um, Nobody's saying right on, brother, and jive turkey no more, right? But you all, <laughs> but you've always you've all no matter how old somebody was, you heard somebody say that's dope, yeah, that's hot. Yeah, well, I'm not feeling that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And those and those things will constantly live no matter what. Oh wow. That that's uh <laughs> that's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Uh yeah, I, I was gonna say something, but it just slipped my mind. Gosh darn it. Uh, about hip hop, um, the yeah, uh, it's um, gosh. Let me ask I'm, you a question. I'm, go ahead. Go ahead. Ask, what's your favorite hip hop movie? Favorite hip hop movie? Gosh, I, I really like um, the original Breaking Man. Ooh, okay. Yeah, Beat Streets oh, right there. But, you know, terrible Ozone, huh? Turbo nose, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pop locking. That's West Coast. See, that's West Coast hip hop. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. My, my favorite hip hop movie doesn't even have hip hop music in it. My favorite hip hop movie is The Warriors. Oh, yeah. That's a hip hop movie. Because mm. you know, everybody think hip hop two turntables and a mic, one right. MC, one. Nah, hip hop was born from a person in a gang dying and people coming together to make music to stop the war. So look at Warriors, look at Cyrus. All the gangs of New York came together to stop a war, to take control from the cops and police themselves. Sort of like today, huh? Yep. And what happened? They killed Cyrus and the people had to fight for peace and unity. Yeah. Through peace and unity to get back to Coney Island. Mm. That's one of the dopest and deepest movies because if you look at it, Every gang in New York was composed of Caucasians, Hispanics, yeah, blacks, uh, natives, even um, the Italians. The way they were all the ones with the bats. I forgot uh, their name, but um, yeah. At the end of the day, that's what hip hop was. It was community, and it was coming together. So the Warriors, by far, to me, is like the greatest hip hop movie ever. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's a cl <laughs> classic element. Hey, uh, Kareb, man, I, I want to try something here, something new here on, on Profile Pod TV. What's uh, up? Three three questions, man. All right, let's go. Well, and, you're, and you actually just answered one of them. I was going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your favorite movie, uh, favorite hip-hop movie. but The uh, Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Favorite sports team? Or do you the have Giants, one? New York Giants. New York football Giants. Wow. Okay, and that goes well. Hey, by, by the way, what college did you go to? Did you graduate? Rutgers from? University. Rutgers. Rutgers oh. North, though, not New Brunswick. We went to Rutgers North. We Brick City over here. <laughs> <laughs> not the so, so not the not the big R, the big red R. It, 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 well, Rutgers has three campuses. Okay, and they're all together now. But when I went to school, it was Rutgers New Brunswick, Rutgers North, Rutgers Camden. It was the Scarlet Knights, which is Rutgers, New Brunswick. The no. Scarlet Raiders, which was Rutgers North. And then I forgot Camden. I'm not sure. 
The only thing about the three different campuses, when you graduated, it said Rutgers, but we weren't the same school. Now it's more together. So shout out to oh. Rutgers. They're finally getting their business correct. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Awesome, man. Awesome. Rutgers, Rutgers. And Karev, man, last question of, of the evening, man, for you. All right. And I think um, I'm going to ask it anyway because I think you've you've already touched on it a lot. What what inspires what inspires you, man? At the end of the day, what what is it that inspires you? God, bless be the Most High. God inspires me every day. Okay. Life inspires me because I live in my own head, and sometimes you gotta no, you have to come out of your own head to appreciate life. You know, life is a, a life. We hurt a lot of people, and we hurt ourselves by not giving people an opportunity to open up and share. Um, love is the most giving thing that people don't want, but they claim they, they want. Because mm. we hold on to so much baggage. We hold on to so much pain. And because people do this all day, see this fist? Uh-huh. You can't accept love unless you let, unless you let go. Mm. And a lot of us are not letting go. So part of Heritage Hip Hop is to help people let go so their stories can be told and their music can be heard and expression can be felt. So people inspire me. Life inspires me. God inspires me. And most importantly, dreams. I dream every night. My dreams are vivid. I don't go to sleep peacefully. I dream something every night. So my dreams inspire me because that means there's something going on that either has to be told or revelations that have to be revealed to me or about someone that has to be given that can save a life on my own and help somebody else. So that's that's my inspiration every day. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. I, I like what you said about uh you know for it, it the times that i've been able to kind of um i don't know well how do i how do i describe it i when i remove myself you know when i remove my uh just something practical like you know when i uh even doing this podcast for example you know when i when i said you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna do it when I took myself out of the equation and said, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it, and and um, let, you know, I'm not gonna let my fear paralyze me. I'm not gonna let my reservations, my that my my, the voice inside of my head, say, you know, that kind of, oh, maybe that's not a good idea, or maybe you should do that, you know, those voices, you know. When I removed that, when I took myself out of the equation, and just said, I'm gonna do it, you know. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it uh, does. You know, and, and and just say when I took my that mentality and that those again those voices and those things, and just kind of uh, let let my dreams let let the motivation go on its own. You know, and then re again took myself out of the equation. That's when I was able to. Uh, you know, progress and, and, and accomplish those things. Cause again, man, I, I, I dream a lot. You know, I, you know, I dream a lot I, every day and there's always that voice. I've always had that voice that said, no, well, maybe I, eh, I don't know. Nah, maybe that's too hard. Or maybe it's, it's not going to work or, you know, those doubts, you know? And when I finally said, no, I'm going to, just shut up, shut up. Uh, that's when I, you know, those are the most, that's when I was able to 
to really overcome that voice and and and, and uh, silence those doubts, silence those voices. Mm. Uh, I don't know how, uh, yeah. So because if I just stay within myself and I and I listen to that voice, I'm never gonna get anywhere. I'm not. Facts. Yeah, that's true. Facts. Yeah. When I believe, when I believe those, when I keep believe, if I could keep believing those voices in my head, those doubts, and not let my dreams, um, you know, flow to the surface and come to fruition because of those doubts. And but uh, I, that really resonated with, with me what you just said, man. That's part of your inspiration, Trev. Mm -hmm. uh, man, I, I want to thank you for coming on Profile Pot TV. This has been. Such a an inspirational, uh, informational, enlightening experience for myself, man. Thank you. Uh, Same here. Thank you so much, man. You're always welcome to come on the, the show. Whenever and you want me, I'm here. Hey, I'll put it out there. But just the same way, I would love to have you on Heritage Hip Hop. Um, maybe you could join our mic council and oh. we could talk about... Um, the, the, I want to do a show called the responsibility of media in this in in the um streaming age, and I would like to get some podcast creators to come on and talk about what they do. So I'm not looking for people who always do music. Like I said, if hip hop is culture, we have to talk about every aspect of the culture. So that's spirituality, education, business, entrepreneurship. Those are things that we need to touch on. So I, I will let it extend the invitation to you when I'm ready to do that, and uh, we can go from there. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, invitation accepted. Just let me know, man. Let me know I'm there. And I've seen the. I saw that Mike. Uh, I think one or one episode of the Mike Council. Um, you had uh, I don't know, like six individuals on there, five or six individuals. In that was about police brutality. Well, no, America's climate and hip hop's responsibility during these times. So yes. You can about a title, it's not even about beats. <laughs> it's really about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Perfect, man. Perfect. And yeah, so let me know, man. We'll get that done and we'll, and we'll, we'll continue to work together, collaborate. And uh, I can't wait to see what you do with um, what what you do with uh, Heritage Hip Hop, man. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned because Karev is, is doing big things. Check out his website. Check out his Instagram. Karev, I, I know you already mentioned. Go ahead and plug. Uh, where can we find you? Where can we uh, see her HeritageHipHop.com? HeritageHipHop.com. Um, I could share the screen if you want me to. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's see if I can bring the share screen up real fast. Uh, you have your uh, YouTube uh, channel as well. Let's and see. That's, uh, and that's called Heritage Hip Hop, right? The, the, the YouTube channel? Yep. And everything's linked up on your website. They won't let me well. do it. Okay, yeah, no worries. Let me do it. So everybody out there, if you want to follow us, we on all social medias as Heritage Hip Hop. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, Tumblr. <laughs> okay. We're gonna be. We also we're gonna we're gonna prep our Daily Motion page for overseas. Shout out to Indelible Indelible Conscious Funky Cuz. Salute to you for helping me out. Mm. Uh, we are um, we are we have a store. Uh, www.storefrontier.com forward slash heritage hip hop. We could buy our apparel. Our, every everything that you buy goes to building the brand, and we appreciate you. So yeah, I mean heritage hip hop everywhere, and our website is where everything originates from. Our yeah. YouTube is our backup page. 
We have over 900 videos, I think, now of Ooh. content. So we have interviews live on the street from before we had a, a studio to now that we have a studio. And because of Corona and COVID, we pivoted business. So we didn't want to break anyone's pockets. What we did was we did free interviews for our podcast. So we could introduce people to um, these artists still continually. And we opened up overseas. We got overseas artists that are now promoting Heritage Hip Hop. So, oh, wow. so I mean, if you want to know what, who Heritage Hip Hop is, all social media, heritagehiphop.com, Fatty's Place, Diamonds Entertainment, Fire Jaws, Transparent Credit Repair, and IDR, A-H-D-A-Y-A-R on YouTube. You can see the, the Big A Show, which I'm the co-host of. I'm not the host of that one. That's a crazy <laughs> show. But you, you, we're all over the place. All you got to do is just look up Heritage Hip Hop and we're there. There you have it. There you have it. And the uh, Big A Show, is that on YouTube? Yeah, you can go to Heritage Hip Hop on YouTube. Okay. We have a playlist for it, or it's also on his page, which is A-H-D-A-Y-A-R. Season 2 is getting made right now. We're, we're trying to get some. He had to move, and he had to um, get some new, so a new place to go. So okay. he's, we're setting up for Season 2, which is going to be probably bananas. <laughs> but um, look forward to that. And if you want to see Season 1, you can just go to the web, go to the um YouTube. But I say one more thing. Yes. Unlike everybody else's YouTube, we believe in structure. So when you go to Heritage Hip Hop, you will see if this this is going to be on YouTube, sir. Yes, sir. This is going to be on our YouTube page also under the playlist interviews on other um other um media. So okay. what we do is any artist that you want to know about, all you got to do is put their name in next to Heritage Hip Hop, and you will see it pop up. As a as a as a um an interview series, I don't do one part interviews. I do like five parts because I really want you to understand who you're who you're listening to and appreciate their music. Kareb, man, I admire you, man. I love no, it. I, I love it. I my God, you. I ain't nobody. I'm regular. You know what I'm saying? Hey, 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 hey man, thank you so much, Kareb. Uh, you got it again. We'll do this again, man. We'll do this again. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have Karev, heritagehiphop.com. You just heard where to find them. Let's see it, man. Let's see the Garden State representing Brick City. There it is, man. This is the shield right here. That's the, that's the crest. That's it. And we represent Jersey Hip Hop. This is only one of our shirts. We have a website with um a bunch of shirts. We got hoodies. Yep. We got onesies for babies. Like I said, if you want to <laughs> donate to the site, click the donate button on the website. You want to buy something, storefrontier.com forward slash heritage hip hop. And we, we connect with our fan base. So please interact with us. Talk to us. Um, if engagement, fan engagement is what builds hmm. the brand, not, not just posting. So please, if there's yeah. anything that you like to see or anything that you want to see, if you know anyone who should come with heritage hip hop, a musician, a politician, an inventor, an entrepreneur. They have a home. Before we go, there um there was a woman who was featured on um the news, the, the national news. Her name is Tanisha Malone. She's the corn the coroner who was given um daffodils on, on the people bodies who died of COVID because they would they could not have family come in the hospitals. She was interviewed on Heritage Hip Hop. I went to high school huh. with her. That's not about music, that's about appreciating life and self. So please, Heritage Hip Hop is not only about music; it's about life. Yep. Please, it's, please enjoy life with us on our on our platform. Mm. Mm. Man, 
Yeah, we're, we're, you're definitely coming back, bro. <laughs> I'm definitely having you come back, man. Thank you. All right, man. Well, uh, that's it for tonight's episode. Once again, Heritage Hip Hop, Kareb, founder CEO, ladies and gentlemen, go look him up. Look at the check out their merch, check out their pro, check out the interviews, check out the content. Wow. Anyways, so <laughs> as for myself, Andy Anatomical Profile Pot TV. If you want to appear on this show, if you are an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, podcaster, uh, maybe you juggle uh, bowling pins upside down. We want you on this show okay uh and like i said i'm a man of the people like we talked about earlier my goal for this podcast is to help others promote themselves what do you got there Kirk? there it is profile pod tv That's i'm right. already subscribed make sure y'all do it too there don't it be is corny don't be corny <laughs> <laughs> make sure you subscribe that's right subscribe to the podcast subscribe to the show here on youtube follow us on instagram just like Karev just did, uh, leave us a comment on the on the on Apple. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts under '90s Galore. Uh, again, man, I, I I love engaging with the audience, interacting with the audience. It, your feedback is always welcome. And uh, hit me up if you want to appear on this show. Shoot me a, a, a an email or direct message on Instagram uh, if you want to be part of the show. So. What do you got there? There it is. That's heritage hip hop right there. That's right. But it's all about profile pod TV. Hey, get up on that. Don't be corny. And, and by the way, I just really you, you saw my uh, the logo purple and, and gold, baby. So I got that purple on there. <laughs> that's right. right. That's royalty. We're kings. That's royalty. That's, that's it, man. That's it. <laughs> so once again, ladies and gentlemen, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to the podcast. We'll see you next week on another episode of Profile Pod TV. This is what this one's been awesome. Thank you once again, Karev. For Karev Heritage Hip Hop, I'm Andy Anatomical signing off. And always remember to take it easy. Peace. Peace. <laughs>